What is going on, everyone? Pot errors are back. <laughs> it's been a little bit of time. Um, Todd here joined. Uh, if you're watching the video portion, to my, uh, I guess, if you're watching the video, it's to my left. Uh, we have Dorky Ray, who is just doing a, a, a jaunty little dance um, in the in chair. And then still stuck. I like dancing. And then still stuck in fucking Cloud Simulator. We have uh, Thrabalan of Thrabalan Gaming. Always in Cloud Simulator. He's always going to be in Cloud Simulator. Forever. Yeah. I mean, I think Conan Exiles has like a Cloud Simulator at this point, so. Which I am playing a lot of. It's like, one of these days. Go ahead. Conan Exiles is a very fun uh, survival game if you mod out all the survival aspects and make it an MMO instead. Fair. Fair. Uh, but anyway, for, for you guys, just, you know, if this is your first episode, this is something we've never done, except for, like, the first couple episodes. If this is your first episode, guys, we, um, you know, we thank you for checking us out, first off. Um, we try our best to have a consistent schedule, but because of uh real life things that have been going on as of late it has been kind of difficult to get all of us together to record i.e this motherfucker here who's talking is probably passed the fuck out in his chair <laughs> that is a thing that happens on the regular because, because yeah. is the hardest working man on earth mm-hmm. yeah very true i i mean very true facts. Eh. I, I i think you guys give me way too much credit but no no <laughs> No. 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 Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, it's it's been interesting. I'm, I'm I'm working the two jobs, two two jobs now. So it's been kind of difficult because they we record at night, and typically they've had me coming in. The one job has me coming in like early as fuck in the morning, and it's just like, yeah, that ain't happening. Um, so there's that. And I mean, it's only temporary. It's only seasonal. So, but Halloween stuff. Yay. Um, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 Sorry. And I'm we've excited. just been I muted on both Halloween. Twitch and YouTube. <laughs> yes. I love Halloween. Halloween's amazing. It really is. Um, but, you know, that. Uh, Besides that little point, um, you know, a little bit about pod errors. Uh, we kind of go on a lot of tangents, a lot of rants and things. We talk gaming, comics, television, movies, a lot of pop culture stuff. Um, I mean, the three of us at one time were, were all Twitch streamers. <laughs> <laughs> now one of us is. Yeah. Wait, I'm on your left. Yeah, you're... Yeah. <laughs> you're... You're... Like, see, the thing is, on OBS, I have it where my cams flip, so, like, villain is proper, as opposed to backwards, which you, what you guys are probably seeing. I see yours is proper. Why? Oh, okay. Okay, so it's just on mine that it's backwards. <laughs> see, and whereas, for me, mine is backwards. Yeah. I see it normal. Yeah. Because you're no, a fucking we've had this simulator. discussion before. Yeah. Um, we've had this discussion before yeah. where I flipped out about 
and then you flipped I, your cam and it was reversed for and us. And then I flipped my cam, yes. And yeah, yep. no, it, there was this whole thing. Which, and which is the main reason why I've decided to like just kind of flip it in OBS as opposed to um, yeah. everything else. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, we... Uh, yeah, we talk a lot of pop culture stuff. Um, it's a lot of fun for us. We we come from three different generations. Of, well, three different decades. We come from three different decades. Yeah. Um, you know, we have the 70s represented all the way on my left. We have the 90s represented on my immediate left. And we have the 80s represented by this motherfucker right here. Um, well, that's the first decade. Let's be honest. Shift it forward one decade for the decade you identify with. Fair. No, no. I do not count myself as a two, as a as a two thousands. Uh-uh. I'm a nineties kid. No. <laughs> yes, I am. I mean, are I'm you- a ni- okay. So here's the thing. I was born in 1990. See, and that's so. A good portion of my formative years were in the nineties. Yeah. Um I was nineteen. I'm like right on the cusp. I'm like right on the cusp. Yeah. I was I was eighty four, technically let's just say mid eighties. So uh though seventy four, mid seventies. Yeah. So but but at the same time, like my father's influence like skewed me towards like the seventies. So mm-hmm. it's it's weird. It's just like, oh, you don't want to watch this bullshit. Let's watch the French Connection, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> just sounds good. You ever see Black Mama, White Mama? No, I haven't. Pam Greer's amazing in it. So I've realized, um, the past week that okay, so you guys know that I am a huge music fan. Unfortunately, I was not aware of it. <laughs> no, never. I don't know what you're talking about. So, I've been doing the past two weeks. I've been um, going out instead of working in store. I've been going out on service calls mm-hmm. for the pool play or for a different for my manager's husband who has his own pool business. So technically, a second job. Um, anyway, so for the pool hall party. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, he listens exclusively to 60s and 70s mm-hmm. music. I have known a good 80 to 90% of the songs that come on. Well, that's good. Yeah. And I don't know if that's your guys' influence, my dad's influence, or a combination of both. Yes. It's truck. <laughs> it's truck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I. But see, here's the thing. I've seen the Shrek movies probably once for each so, of them, to, to, except for the first one. The first one I have seen multiple times. But to be fair, most of fi- most of the films, especially kids' films, which you you enjoy quite a bit. I do like kids' movies. Uh, that come out, use songs from the 60s and 70s. Okay, because they're, like, so unoffensive and whatnot. And easy to license. Not fair. Uh, yes, very easy to license. Okay, that's fair. 
Uh, except gotcha. for except for except for All Star because you know, <laughs> fuck it. God, I hate that song. Yep, you're I welcome. love that song. You are welcome, Bowen. Um, if I ever get, if I ever have an opportunity to license music and have like everybody has their own little intro theme, I mean, we know that I'm going to be using Precipice by Rabbit Junk. That's <laughs> I've people people I know hear that song and they're just like Todd streaming, really. And I'm just like, no, no, I'm not. They're like, oh, shit, you're playing a playlist. Ah. <laughs> uh, but Ballin, I mean, Ray, I would do something from some Broadway thing. Uh, I was going to say, I don't I don't know what my theme song would be. It would be something from a Broadway show. It would um, have to it would, mm, hmm. It'd probably be a Broadway show that you just like, you're just like, why did you choose that one? And I'm just like, because <laughs> it'd be from cats. It'd be from cats. Oh God. Um, yeah. So you would have a, you would have a theme. Song so I wouldn't, cats. so I wouldn't even know. I'd be like, what is this song? Exactly. Exactly. You're sitting there and you're like, this is kind of catchy. Like what, what is this? From? Yeah. Cats. Yeah. And you're like, like okay. Why am I picturing furries licking themselves? <laughs> T is going firmly over there. <laughs> Yep. Staying over there. Yep. Um, and I would be using All Star by. I would be using. Actually, I'd be using All Star Shit Fluted Edition for Ballin. So it's not even like. It's My not even like the actual song. It is a shitty recorder version of All Star. Which, for the record, my actual theme song is White and Nerdy by Weird Al. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, um, and by the way, Bong, let's let's save that furry talk for like a project we kind of discussed <laughs> earlier. Because the ones talking about people dressing up as cats. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about a Broadway thing. I wasn't talking about like uh, I wasn't talking about fetishes. Um, speaking of, I'm just I was going to go to a library right off that. Speaking of fetishes, if you have a fetish for amazing loot. Wood Crate is an amazing service to use. <laughs> what kind of segue is this? You, you got to know how to play the game. That's that's what it comes down to. It's not a segue. It's more of a hoverboard. <laughs> <laughs> and not like a real like Back to the Future hoverboard, but like the shitty ones that they call hoverboards, which are actually horizontal skateboards with vertical with um, front facing wheels. It's like uh, yeah. really. But they have a motor, and they it's like a hoverboard. No, it's not a hoverboard. Go fuck yourself. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess let's just get the, uh, the, the sponsors out of the way. Uh, obviously, if you guys appreciate what we do here at the Precipice Podcast Network and on Pod Errors, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash precipicepodcast. We have a bunch of amazing tiers. Um, some of them include actual physical loot. Um, which is really cool because mm. now that the consolidated loot store is a thing, uh, the, that loot could include the brand new Thurballin Gaming Gazillioned t-shirt, <laughs> which was fucking brilliant, by the way. I mean, oh yeah, I, honestly, it's, yeah. It, honestly, it's my second favorite design in the shop. I'm just very fond of the message. <clears throat> oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like, the significance of the shirt is, like, top notch. 
Mm-hmm. I, the only reason why I say it's my second favorite design because I would probably buy that um, the uh, the teapot, the tea time shirt. First yes. Oh yes. Before yes. <laughs> before I got gazillioned. Yes. Um, but yeah. So I mean, that's I mean, I, that's another one. Like that was a really cool one. And if you are uh, if you do support at the tier where you do get a shirt, for example, <clears throat> hey, look at that. Uh, that may be one of the ones you get. You may get uh, Dorky Ray's Dragon Horde. You may get Pod Errors. You may get uh, a, a standard Presses Podcast Network t-shirt or, or whatnot. So, Whatever you get will be high quality and a fantastic artistic design. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I worked on it, so it's not really high quality like design-wise. Um, nah, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. It's amazing. It's good. I try. I like mean, the only reason I don't have a dorky Ray Dragon Horde hoodie right now is because I just got laid off. <laughs> yeah, fair. So, <laughs> or a uh, dorky Ray uh, Dragon's Horde, Dragon Horde Creations uh, phone case. That too. Well, okay, but I really, I really like the one that matches my hair. I understand that. It matches my hair. <laughs> I, I, I can. If you, if you use glitter shampoo. Dude, I need glitter shampoo. No, I don't. No, glitter yeah. shampoo. No. no. As a crafter, I thought you'd be like staying yeah, no. as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, you go, wait a glitter second. Glitter shampoo sounds amazing. No, no, it doesn't. No. <laughs> That's a mistake. You, you had, <laughs> That's a mistake. You, you had that moment of like, <laughs> oh my God, this is br- No, no. No. Mm-mm. No, because then I gotta no. wash my hair with baby oil to get it out, and because yeah. <laughs> no matter how much water you run over that motherfucker, it is not getting rid nah. of that glitter. No, I'll I'll stay away from the herpes of the craft world. <laughs> yes, fair. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so there's that. If you just want to purchase uh, any of the shirts, uh, you can go to tpublic.com/user/thepreciposs. We have an amazing shop there. That's where those shirt designs are coming from for the uh, for the Patreon. So if you want to just buy a shirt instead of whatnot, you can do that <laughs> as well. So there's and that. If you get to see decide, buy one of each. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on top of that, we do have Loot Crate. Uh, Loot Crate is an amazing service. It is like a comic book convention in a box. <laughs> Because I don't want to be sued by the San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> oh, um, what a callback! Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was what like five episodes ago, five maybe ten mm, episodes ago. Something like I, that. I don't know. Um, a few. Yeah, it's it, it's been it, it, it's. I don't want to say it's a deep dive, but it is a callback. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but they essentially you you. Choose the box you want. They have a lot to choose from. You know, they have a Harry Potter box, a, a Marvel box. You know, those are bi-monthly. They, they have a silly wrestling box, if that's what you're, you're into. Because, you know, I mean, no nerds really into that. <laughs> I mean, it's not like a nerd does a podcast about wrestling stuff that's also on the network and maybe the one we're doing these live reads, but whatever. Um, meh. Um, but yeah, so, uh, basically you either get a box a month or a box every two months or whatever the term is on that. It is a collection of different 
things fitting a theme. Uh, you know what the fandoms are for it. They also have loot wear and all the other stuff, so that's kind of cool. Uh, then we also have on our, sp on our sponsor list, um, Valiant Vapes. Now, Valiant Vapes, I've referred to them as Savage Enterprises in the past. Uh, that is the parent company of the website. Um, they're amazing. They really are. I, I use them myself. I, uh, I will just kind of hold this up for the people watching. Um, this was like 25 bucks. And these are 100 mil bottles. Um, this one was like four bucks. It's like, it's amazing. Click the link in the description on any of our sponsors. Check them out. Um, but yeah, if you're into vaping, there's there's Valiant Vapes. There's also vape. Uh, there's also Breezy, who also has a large selection of hardware and juices that you can you can get from. But maybe maybe vaping is not your thing. Maybe you like collectibles. Maybe you like high end statues and, and prints, sideshow collectibles. Check them out. They have some really amazing shit. They really do. And they um, what is it? While we didn't record they actually ran a um a very limited run uh iron man statue which was fucking amazing and sold out in 20 minutes so uh was i forget what the name of the armor was but uh had like a gl uh, blue glow to it fallen probably knows what it is um but yeah then then we have uh, Gary Poppins Gourmet Small Batch Popcorn. I don't like popcorn. It's, uh, I'm the first person to say I do not like popcorn, but Gary Poppins is fucking phenomenal. And if all popcorn was like that, I would definitely be more of a fan of popcorn in general. They have some amazing flavors. Falls in the air. It's that fall time, which means pumpkin spice time. And you can get, indeed, a pumpkin spice popcorn from them. You can also go and start looking at some of their holiday blends, which include, um, like, white chocolate and uh, dark chocolate and all the other stuff, little pretzel things, peppermint in there. Um, you know, they got savory, they got sweet, they have bundles, they have tins, you, you name it, they got it. Um, link in the description or in the show notes. And then we have, uh, last but not least, the Violet Vixen. So if you're into goth, steampunk, or anything of the sort, or just really like Halloween-y type stuff all year round, the Violet Vixen is amazing to purchase from. Amazing prices. Um, I know last episode, uh, Ray was talking about how um, they were completely amazed by their corsets. Because not only do they sell corsets, the corsets are steel-boned, but not just steel-boned. They're spiral steel-boned. And those are usually, nope. like, the low end. What, $180? Oh, yeah. Take? Oh, yeah. They're, and, they're usually pretty expensive. Yeah. And you can get them from them starting at, like, what, 80 bucks. Somewhere around there, yeah. And it's like, fucking what? Uh, so, I mean, they're a great place. Definitely check them out. Amazing, pr amazing 
clothing, household goods. Uh, they got men's, they got they got women's mostly, but they do have some men's stuff as well. So <coughs> you guys aren't excluded from this. Their shoes also look. Yeah, their shoes are top notch. And as as a uh, as a as a guy who you know has trouble finding certain styles of shoes in, in proper sizes, they do have larger sizes as well. So, for example, let's just say I want to go with, with a nice heel or something like that. It's a pain in the ass for me to find anything. The Violet Vixens got me covered. They carry size 13 up to size 16 in women's, which is like, and they're nice shoes too. It's kind of unheard of because otherwise you're, you're combing the internet, finding like just really plain basic looking shit but vile vixens got you they got amazing looking stuff they have great sizes great prices men's women's all of that definitely check them out if you want to if you want to check out any of our sponsors go into the show notes check that out click those links there may be promo codes underneath uh the valiant vapes one i do need to uh preface with um there is a minimum purchase for that uh promo code so, I just recently found this out. Um, but if you're listening to the podcast, I'm not putting this in the show notes, by the way. If you're listening to the podcast and you're getting from Valiant Vapes, try promo code GET15. See what happens. Because that might save you some money. You didn't hear that from me, though. It's not in the show notes. So, if you're using it, you listen to the episode. And that's a special bonus to you guys. We appreciate you. We really do. Just make sure you click the link in the show notes. But anyway, now that all the business is out of the way. I can't find pumpkin spice on Gary Poppins. Did they sell out? I'm, I'm going to search for it now and we're going to find it. Uh, but while we, we look for it... <laughs> While we look for it, uh, today, as we record this, we're recording this a little early. We're, um, we're recording this on Monday instead of Tuesday uh, because of scheduling and such. But uh, today is 10 years since Saints Row 2 came out. <clears throat> Hold on, let me make it big. It could be that it's because I didn't make my thing big. Nope, I still don't see it. Uh, if I, had I found it right away. I, I actually found several of them. So they have the pumpkin spice kettle popcorn. That's a tent. Mm. Well, they have a caramel pumpkin spice. Actually, yeah, kettle probably. Yeah, they, well, those are the two ones, and then it's just different sizes on them. Uh. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, that's not bad. Uh, yeah, so those exist. It's a thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's been 10 years since Saints Row 2. Um, look how Ballin's gotten all silent. No, I'm just waiting for you to finish what you're saying. But yes, Saints Row 2, great game, unless you got it on PC, in which case, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was loaded with bugs, but at least the, the worst one couldn't hit you, so there's that in there. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, the infamous Freezer. Um, you had a digital copy of the game, it didn't hit you either, so... Um, also, cautionary tale about buying used copies of games. So, there is that as well. Uh, for anybody interested in knowing what the freezer is, uh, the, the TLDR on it is, uh, there's a mini game you can play, zombie, it's like a zombie uprising thing, I think that's the name of it? Yeah. Um, you play it in your it's hideout. zombie outbreak, maybe, I'm not sure. It's yeah, it's, it's either outbreak or uprising, one of the two. <clears throat> and you play it in your, uh, your hideout. You know, you go up to the TV, you can play it there. Um, if you glitch, if you have a physical copy of the game and you glitch out of Zombie Uprising, like glitch out of bounds in the thing, uh, there is a high probability of you experiencing a blue shadowy figure um, that will corrupt your game. Not, not just your save game. Not your save game. The disc. The Xbox disc, yes. It's not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there have been occurrences of it uh, on the PS3. Uh, it's not as prevalent as it was on the Xbox 360. But yeah, um, it was a thing. So, Ray, you've played... Well, actually, you know what? Ray has probably one of the greatest moments in Saints Row. Um <laughs> <laughs> the time that Ray yep. was playing on stream and a pedestrian yep. stole their vehicle. Not just yep. a pedestrian. Yeah. A lady of the night. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. we, I think we all have great memories of Saints Row 2. Yeah. We also have some moments in Saints Row 2 where we're kind of like, Oh, poor Carlos. Hey, this Pierce guy looks like he's going to be pretty cool. I think he's a big player in the games to come. Fuck Pierce. <laughs> I can't wait to see what Johnny does in Saints Row 3. I really like Shondi. Shondi's such a great character. I can't wait to see what her arc takes her in Saints Row 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Donnie. <laughs> Let's see what kind of you know, dashing character Todd can come up with. Yeah. <laughs> we have the whole uh, Grandpa Ethel clan, basically. Oh, God, yes. Grandpa Ethel, Grandma Horace. Um, shit, there was um, Aunt Fred. There was a whole, like, I, those are the three that I remember off the top of yeah. my head. Ethel uh, was the best. And the thing is, um, I could have made more extreme versions of these yeah. characters if I played it on PC with yeah. Gentleman of the Row. But I was playing the Xbox 360 version, and even that allowed me to create some horrible abominations. It was yes. terrific. It really was. Uh, to this day, whenever I play a game that has a character creator, it 
pales in comparison to what I was allowed to do in Saints Row 2. <laughs> yeah. Saints Row 2 spoiled me. <laughs> That's really what it came down to. Um, but I mean, I, I have some great memories of Saints Row 2. Um, like the time I was playing as Grandma Horace and I was showing off apartments. Uh, which was probably one of... It's one of my... It, I have it highlighted on my Twitch channel. And um, I just... I decided that, like, I was doing a, um, what was it, a uh, takeover mission. And it was the uh, the Brotherhood Apartments. And I just kind of <laughs> just grab a guy and I'm like, all right, so uh, let's take a look at this apartment here. And, you know, there's a kind of a squatter's den right now. There's a little chemistry set. You can keep that if you want. No, oh, it exploded. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> All right, uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of paraphernalia around here. I'm not going to judge. Not going to judge at all. If that's what you're into, that is exactly um, that you can keep it. You can get rid of it. That's entirely on you. So, are you interested in the apartment? No. And then headshot. All right. Next, <laughs> I'll say that I sold it to you. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, so right now, um, for, for you wondering what's going on with Ray's cam, uh, Ray's experiencing some technical difficulties on uh, their end, so uh, they're trying to work through those, uh, those issues. Uh, so, yeah, basically, it's just going to be me and Ball and talking about Saints Row right now. <laughs> yeah. Among other things. Yeah, yeah, probably games, mostly. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, right now, like, yeah. I mean, right Saints now, Row right. was such a fucking phenomenal experience. It was. Um, it went from being a knockoff of GTA to being almost a parody of GTA to becoming parodied by GTA. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, that is a wild ride, and that actually goes to show you the respect that Saints Row got. That GTA said, oh, "Okay, we'll turn around and do it to them." Let's let's give them a hover bike. Um, yep, and a flying car. And a flying car, and yeah, the VTOL car, yeah. orbital cannon. Yeah, <laughs> fired from your secret your super villain base. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's amazing, like. So, like, I'm, I, uh, what is it? Was it two years ago? I did, uh, for Saints Row 1's 10th anniversary, I did a 100% run, uh, which was very arduous <laughs> because of the amount of activities I had to do. Um, I was also working on a Saints Row 2 100% run, and I couldn't find all the goddamn CDs. That was all I needed to do. Because one of them got destroyed by the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good um but yeah i mean it's just saints Row. like you know full disclosure like i was not a fan of the first saints row game initially and because of that i skipped saints row 2 when it first came out then saints row 3 kind of brought me back you know um and I was just like, oh, this is actually pretty cool, blah, blah, blah. And then I started getting, I decided, like, when I was, you know, 
through stream, like, you know what? Uh, Saints Row 2 is on sale. On, um, I think it was on Steam. Yeah, it was on Steam. Let me pick this up and give it a try. Give it a fair shot. And then I noticed on Xbox 360, because that's the only way you can get um, Saints Row 1. Well, I mean, you can get it on the Xbox One now, too, but... Um, they had Saints Row 1 on sale for like a dollar fifty, And I was like, all right, <laughs> fuck yeah. it. Um, and I already had Saints Row 3. And then Ballin gifted me Saints Row 4. Mm. You also gifted me Saints Row 3 on PC. So. Yeah. And then I think... It's really easier. Yeah. Well, to, well, it makes it easier to a point, but I also have a capture card, so... Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like yes and no. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just gives me a little bit more versatility on how I can play, you know? Um, and then I got Gat Out of Hell. So I have the whole series. I even have the, uh, the, the other one in the series. Oh, wait, that's not part of the series, even though they, it is, but it isn't. And that's Agents of Mayhem, which I enjoyed the yeah. hell out of. Uh, but that game really seriously got a bad rap. So it got bad rap because it wasn't Saints Row, even though they never told you it was going to be. It just was influenced by it. So. Well, they said it was part of the Saints the universe. universe. But that wasn't... Yeah, they never said it was Saints Row, though, which is where a lot of people got confused. So they the, thought it was going to have a lot more Saints flavor. So the thing is, is if they had had not had, like... I mean, I'm, I'm fine with them having Johnny Gett as, like, a DLC character. <clears throat> yeah. Or having Kinsey as a DLC character. Pierce should have been a DLC character. If they had kept, like, the Saints Row-specific characters as DLC, I think that would have gone over better. Y you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because then you can kind of divorce yourself from it being a Saints Row game, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Um, I mean, yeah, you had Oleg. I don't see him as being DLC. Um... But, I mean, they, they changed the character up enough that I didn't see... I saw him as Yeti. I didn't see him as Oleg. Um, Johnny Gat was Johnny Gat, you know? Yeah. Um, Kingpin was Pierce. I mean, there's nothing you can do there. And Kinsey was Kinsey. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's just... Her name should have been Teacup. Uh, yeah, even though her codename was Safe Word, which... Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so I, I went back and I played Saints Row 1. I did it on stream, and I fell in love with the franchise. Um, I mean, the first one's kind of janky. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but it gave me a better reference point. Because up until that point, I played Saints Row, I played part of Saints Row 1, and I didn't enjoy it. So I stopped playing. And then I picked up Saints Row 3 because everybody was just like, this game's fucking great. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll get it through Gamefly. And I got it through Gamefly and I enjoyed it. So I was like, all right, I'm keeping this motherfucker. And was n I, I don't regret that at all. Um, but it's a very different game than, than 1 and 2. Oh, yes. It necessitated that move to Steelport. Yeah. 
and then like looking at uh, then going into streaming and and doing um, Saints Row One, t- doing the whole series because I did do the whole series. I did a whole uh, yeah, a whole series playthrough called uh, Welcome to the Bro, um, which was fun, and I kind of miss doing like long games like that or long series mm-hmm. like. But time's not on my side, you know. It's just I get distracted easy. You know, for example, um, Tuesday, the uh, 16th, um, a new version of the Final Nights mod for Vampire the Masquerade is dropping. So guess what's getting pushed onto the backside, uh, on the back burner, so I can go and play this new version of this mod. (laughs) On the backside, I thought that was going to be a different kind of... uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I may yeah th- well I mean Ray's not here so I guess we can yeah. talk about that stuff yeah uh, <laughs> I kid I joke um, let's see here's the thing I wanted to say back burner and I also wanted to say yeah. flip side ah uh, yep and it just came out as backside and I'm like well that's a thing oh Ray's Ray's technical issues seem to be fixed oh. yay oh, yeah. here we go welcome back. Thank you. Sorry about that. It's all right. It's all right. It's good to know that uh, your the issues you were experiencing have uh, worked themselves out. Yep. Yay. Um, but yeah, I mean, just looking at uh, some of the... Like, Saints Row 2 had such a great character creator. To me, Saints Row 2 is the perfect Saints Row. I mean, I mean, it's the only one that I've actually completed because you played it on PC. Yeah. Also, yeah, and I just—I mean, I started playing Saints Row Three, but never. Yeah. Uh, um, I... Never got very far. I feel like the difference between people who, with basically, the difference between the Stillwater era and the Steelport era. Basically, whichever side you fall on is going to tell you a lot about the gamer involved. In that, for me, I value the open world aspect a lot more than the story aspect. And Steelport is a very well done open world. And the game mechanics, basically the driving mechanics are better, the shooting mechanics are better. So that's where I fall. I liked 3 and 4 better than I liked 2. So, I will agree with you in that sense. Mechanically. Yes. In in those elements, it was good. Exactly. The story in two was better, and I say this every time. The a couple things, though, I will say, and this is things that I feel Saints Row Three did wrong, is it was too fucking linear. Uh, yeah. First and foremost, it was way too linear. Um, secondly. Uh, there was like really no variety of activities at all. I mean, you had mayhems and tank mayhems and helicopter mayhems and um, um, uh, guardian angel missions and um, another kind of mayhem, which was uh, essentially Professor Genki's uh, reality climax, you know. So, I mean, the whole game was kind of built around these mayhems, and it was like, ah. Uh... 
but I mean that's just that's just me like I feel that if they had allowed you to like in previous games choose who you're going up against first mm. yeah give you the illusion of it not being linear yeah giving you act, giving you act more more varied activities and on top of that not forcing you to as a story mission do the activities yeah that was yeah. a, that's another down point i have though i will say the tiger ex escort was kind of fun <clears throat> now i will also say that i can see why people don't like saints row 4 Admittedly, in my opinion, is the weakest of the series. I'm throwing oh. Gathered the Hell in there, too. I mean, if... So, my thing, I, yeah. my thing is, like, with, with 4... Is 4 on its own... Is weak. 4 well, with Gathered Out of Hell... It's still weak, but it's not as bad. But you do need both of those to kind of complete that picture. My major problem was the tonal change was far too great for this reason. When I am doing little citywide mayhems, I want to fight cops, not aliens. Yeah. Yeah. I want to shoot down helicopters. I want to blow up cop cars. Yeah. No, That's I'll... What you play in open... Shit, I'll, I'll give you that. I will give That's you that That's what you play in open world sandbox King crime game for. <laughs> also... Let's let's address the uh, the elephant in the room. The superpowers. Yeah. They made so you don't need to drive anywhere ever again. Which, in turn, means that you really don't get to experience the city. Yep, you experience it from above, and yep. that's it. Or on the side of a building while you're running up it. Yep. You know, that's basically it. <clears throat> the superpowers are fun, yep. but it's too much of a good thing. Yeah. And I mean, right but now... Was, what, what were you going to say? But even for all those faults, it is still the best fourth installment of an open-world sandbox crime game there is. It, but it didn't have bowling. <laughs> it needed I, bowling. It needed bowling and, and taxicab missions. <laughs> and people pestering and pestering and pestering you. Yeah. If you think the phone is bad in GTA 5, you need to play 4. Yeah. It's worse. You are, you are not wrong. As bad as Lester is, as bad as Paige Harris is... See, okay, no. so here's, here's the thing. Like, I don't... I have more I get off the phone with Paige for her to call me right back. I never get GTA that. GTA 5. I never get that with Paige. I get that with Lester all the time. Yeah. Because three, Lester... Calls. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, Paige calls, and it's like, hey, it's Paige. Hang up. Phone rings again. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. And I'm, hang up. It's just like, then it's you know, Lester beep, again. It's a public service announcement. Yeah, and yeah. Then, it, then it's Lester again going... So you know how you have that uh that fancy facility? We should probably run jobs out of it or whatever, you know. It's just yeah. like I'm like motherfucker, and then he'll yeah. call again as LJT. So it's like I got bad news. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. 
you can hang up on these cards. Yeah. You do not do that in yeah. four. Well, mm. the reason why you don't do that in four is because you have to build a actual four. connection with these yeah. people. Oh, gosh. You have to go on dates with your contacts. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nothing's creepier. Nothing's worse yeah. than dating your cousin. I mean... <laughs> hey, let's go out. Let's go out drinking and then go bowling. No, fuck you. If you think Brucey is annoying in five, in four he's worse. See, the thing is, yeah. is I I forgot Brucey was a thing because to get rid of his call, you just have to buy Bull Shark Testosterone the first time. <laughs> That's it. Okay. It it gets to be the principal thing sometimes, though. Yeah. <laughs> like you're also, I mean. This is also coming from the guy that's purchased everything um, that has a phone call or message attached to yeah. it. Yeah. Because I got tired. Of, it got to a point where I got tired of getting the Warstock email of like, hey, you should buy a, an Avenger because it's in Warstock cash and carry. And I'm like, well, let me get a fucking Avenger while it's on sale 40% <laughs> off. Fuck you. Oh, gosh. I'm, uh, if they had one for the yacht, I would own a yacht already. <laughs> Fair. Because so I'm Rockstar if you're listening. <laughs> Make a phone call for the yacht. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't know. Someone shows up at your door and rings the bell. Shit. You. Fuck that. Honestly, <laughs> I own a yacht because Riley likes boats. Also, it was part of a half off sale on Christmas time. Half off nothing. It was a quarter off. Two million instead of uh, eight million. I mean, that too. But oh, 75, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Riley likes boats, so fair, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they do that, it's like, what are my priorities? If they do I mean, that sale yeah. again this uh oh, yeah. Christmas, I'm getting, everybody gets a yacht. I'm getting yeah. a yacht. Same here, I still want one. <laughs> Bless you, thank you. <laughs> Don't you say it? What? It wasn't one of your cute seizes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> well, because uh, it seems like every time I sneeze, you say something about it. Because usually you sneeze. <laughs> that's freaking adorable. That was a sneeze. Yeah, that, that was, was a normal sneeze. That was an adult human sneeze. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Teacup goes y'all over there. Like, <laughs> y'all are just like bound and determined to make me. Spew my tea. Okay, right. tea is done. Actually, nice. So now, now let's I've get back. On, let's get back with the comedy. Um, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, uh, um, you know, back to Saints Row. Like, it's it's ten years. Like, it's ten years yeah. since the second game. Which, I mean, has and you've you said it yourself has the best story. Yeah. Um, the other two, yes, definitely. Um, and Paint Saints Row 2 has the best story, period, of any of those games. Yeah. Which is amazing. I mean, it's plenty of respect that that's almost half of Ray's life. Yeah. That's no, it's almost a third <laughs> of my life. No, it's more than a third of your life. Yeah. It's more than a third, um, unless you turn. 30 okay, yeah, no, it's a little, it's a little over a third of my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, you're not. That's right. 
Yeah. And it's a little less than a third of mine. Wasn't even a fifth of mine. So yeah, fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just—it's it, interesting. Like how, like Saints Row Two has such a following to it. Mm-hmm. And I understand. Like, let's try something different with three. But then 3 sold so many fucking units. The uh, reason why 2 has such a following is partially because it's a little crude in its design. Fair. It's partially because they had to work with the engine they had, and they made something that worked, but wasn't pretty. I mean, it, it's pretty enough. Oh, I agree with you on that, but I mean, basically it's because they came up with something truly good, and it's evident they didn't have top dollar to work on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Like, some of the systems that Saints Row 2 had, besides, like, the story stuff, obviously. Yeah. Um, walking down the street and seeing, like, random NPCs doing yoga together. Yeah. And stuff. Like, all these, like, <clears throat> things that you... And they only do it, like, up by the college. And mm-hmm. these... NPCs, like, some of them are sitting down having a meal and stuff like that. I mean... Sometimes you might see a couple of cars, you know, involved in a rolling drive-by with each other. Yeah. I mean... Saints Row 2's world felt the most <coughs> organic to me. It was a more living world than Saints Row 3. I will agree with you. Saints Row 3, the traffic mostly just drove around. It yeah. didn't do anything crazy. Saints Row 2... You know, it, it was it was a livelier world. It had a better story. The controls could have been better. Mm-hmm. The activities. I mean, for me, that's the big thing. Because when I, you know, you guys watch me play Saints Row. Uh, those listening or watching the, uh, the video archive on, on twitch.tv slash precipice podcast or on our YouTube page uh, may not have seen my live streams of Saints Row 2 and how I play those actually the Saints Row games and how I play them well the the first two mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. where I will grind out all the activities I will do all the activities yeah. as much as I can without touching main story yeah mm-hmm. because it gives you advantages when you're doing the main story like mm-hmm. okay I now have like a bonus on my sprint Oh, my uh, gang notoriety decays quicker. My cop notoriety decays quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, I punch harder, you know, so on and so forth. Like, things like that. And I have people coming in. I would have people coming into the, uh, the channel going, do a story mission. And I'm just like, no. I mean, I need to do activities anyway to be able to progress yeah. in the game. I want to get them out of the way, you know? Right. Um, I mean, you have to do some story missions to unlock all the activities, obviously. But yeah. other than that, I mean, once once I hit that point, okay, well, let me go and do all the Demolition Derby. Let me do all of, uh, you know, all of this type of uh, activity. Let me do all that type of activity. Let me do all the uh, the Hitman activities. Let me do all the, the Chop Shop activities. Like, let me do all that shit. Get that all out of the way. You know, and then let mm-hmm. me enjoy the story in one shot. Um, yeah. And I mean, that's the other thing, like it would 
when we're talking about story, like you look at three, three is one story. Mm-hmm. Two is you have you have your overreaching story, right? But then you mm-hmm. have your then you have your uh, um, brotherhood story. You have a whole story just for the brotherhood. You have a whole storyline just for the sons of Samdi. You have a whole um, whole one for the uh, Ronin, which obvious uh, like honestly like the two most powerful of the uh, of the storylines are the Ronin and the Brotherhood. Get up. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those... If you don't... express some kind of emotion during those two storylines... They're... I'm going to start checking you for, uh... for power cord. Because, or just shut down and... stare at the screen and just... Well, uh, okay, so with the, the Brotherhood one... <laughs> That's what I did. With the Brotherhood one, I can understand that because it is very shocking. With the Ronin, That's what I did. With the Ronin one... <laughs> I stopped talking for a good 15 minutes. Because you were, you were in legit shock with where they <clears throat> took that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But... I was going to say, but there's a little payback later on because there's some that junk in the trunk. Rally. Yeah. Yeah. That is a fantastic mission. Saints Row. Oh, man. So, I mean, like the first <clears throat> Saints Row game is is done up like, uh, you know, just kind of gang wars and all the other stuff. Mm. Saints Row 2 has got those elements, but it has these revenge storylines in there. Which is what I what I really dug. I really, really dug it. Um, I mean, you have the whole Brotherhood revenge storyline. You have the whole Ronin uh, revenge storyline. That's beautiful, yes. Yeah. Um, The Sons of Samdi, I mean, it's not really a revenge storyline from your perspective. From theirs, it is. And then, obviously, like, the conclusion that, Mm -hmm. the conclusion to that whole overreaching story well done yeah. it's very well done yeah. and it just puts everything into perspective so i mean honestly without the storyline of that game i probably wouldn't have finished it yeah because there were so many bugs in the pc board mm-hmm. like that game honestly that game should have had six legs that's how uh, many bugs it had. game should have been sponsored by raid it, oh my gosh! No, the I... gentleman as a row mod should have been, because yeah, it squashes those bugs. But some of yeah. them, yeah, it, it yeah, squashes some of them. As many as, as it, it, yeah. yeah, but now, the difference between Saints Row Two and Saints Row Three is Saints Row Two was a small, a number of small, intricately crafted dramatic storylines. Yeah, Saints Row Three was a parody of the Hollywood epic blockbuster film. Yeah. That's the direction they went with that, in my opinion. They went with a, a parody of the Hollywood epic. Yeah. I mean, the ending, the... And I, I mean, if, if you had the game, uh, if you had two on the, uh, the Xbox, you had access to get the DLC. Something mm-hmm. the PC players n- never got a chance to experience. Yeah, and that, that's horrible, but yeah. <laughs> um, but even with that being the case... 
you don't like playing through those the jump from where you are in the saints at the end of the last dlc mm-hmm. to the start of saints row 3 is very jarring <laughs> oh it absolutely is you go from being these scrappy little underdogs who clawed away up the tower to being celebrities yeah yeah yeah. So, I mean, For it's sure. just... Obviously, we know because of how um, Agents of Mayhem went that they don't plan on doing another Agents of Mayhem. Yeah. Um, at least not right now. Maybe, maybe down the road, they'll dust off that franchise and try it again. While it's a shame, if it gets us more Saints Row, I admire their sacrifice. Yeah, have you you uh you said you got uh, Agents of Mayhem, right? Yeah, I have not actually tried it yet. Okay, I, I'm probably gonna try it this week simply because I've been looking for something new to sink my teeth into a bit. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I I picked up Agents of Mayhem uh, during a sale end of last year, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played the hell out of it on stream, and it yes, was so. F- it was, it was more fun. Like once I removed like the notion of like, oh, this is not Saints Row. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the game. Like it had characters that I thought were very engaging. Like I, um, Daisy, for example, was my go-to. She was such a fun character. Um. I mean, it's just the characters were were pretty well written for what it was. I mean, it was Volition's writing again. Uh, the yep. style of the game was a little weird. The fact that it didn't have multiplayer was super fucking weird. <coughs> um, I think that's one of the things that did kill the game, uh, personally. Besides the fact that it wasn't Saints Row. Um. But maybe, you know, maybe they take another bite at that uh, AOM uh, Apple five yep. years down the road, you know? Um, but their business right now should be focused on doing a new Saints Row because they know that will um, sell units. The question is, where do they go from here? I still would love to see uh, a game where the universe gets rebooted and only the main characters from the Saints Row franchise are aware it's happened. See, I, I mean, I, I get what you're, what you're going with, and it's a great idea. Though, I do feel that, like, they have to go the reboot route. Yeah. They have to. They push but, things too far. Oh, yes. But it would be just like them to parody the idea of a reboot by doing that. Yeah, but there's a lot of disillusioned Saints Row fans because of Four and Gat of Hell, and consequently Agents of Mayhem. Yeah. So how do you get them back? Do you do something like in the per in a perfect world? In a perfect world, they would marry two and three. Take the mm-hmm. things that were great, like take the open world aspect and everything like that from three, uh, and the controls. Uh, 
selfish. Um, what can I say? But then take like the world building and the, the character stories and all the stuff that made Saints Row 2 so Mm -hmm. fucking good. Hell, take some stuff from Saints Row 1 as well. Because, I mean, without that, like, without Saints Row 1, obviously, Saints Row 2 wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Made the game that you originally wanted to do with Saints Row 1. So, hypothetically, at the end of Saints Row 1, um, as it stands right now, Julius blows up a boat that the player's on because of a lazy animator. <laughs> I wish I was joking. That is yep. exactly the reason why Julius is the one that blows up the boat. Because an animator reused an animation of a character looking at their watch. That's how Julius ended up being the person that blew up the boat. <laughs> so you, you go back, you essentially make, you know, you, you have to do it in Stillwater. It has to be Stillwater. Oh, absolutely. Hell, I, I know you've thrown out this idea for almost as long as I've known, actually, as, as long as I've known you, <laughs> um, where they essentially do a quote-unquote remaster of yeah. 1 and 2 as, as one, game. one game. Because they're small on their own. That's why there's so many events in 2. They had to pad it out a little bit. I, I love that they did, though. Yeah, I mean... But then you look at, like, Saints Row 3, and Saints Row 3 is... I mean, it's, it's a larger game world, but it doesn't have near as much content as, as 2 did. You know? Um... Or hell, even as much content as, as one had uh, for that, you know, in the activity department. But then again, it's also because they're kind of funneling you through this story. You know? But what if they do, they do a reboot, but mm-hmm. they do a reboot in the sense of it's a reboot, but like also a remaster of one and two, right? So, I mean, yeah, we kind of follow a similar story to one and two. You know, boat blows up, character is yeah. presumed dead, and then, you know, then, you know, cutscene like five years later, whatever. And then you continue on. New gangs have taken over because the Saints have fallen apart, blah blah blah. And you have to rebuild. I would be fine with that. Something like that would be ideal. You know? Obviously, we would see insurance fraud again, because that's a staple yeah. to the Saints Row series. It has to be in, yes. Absolutely. Um, we probably won't see fuzz. And it's only because of, like, the, the environment we're in nowadays, you know? Yeah. And let's face it, that was basically a parody of cops. Oh, yeah. And yeah. really, cops isn't even a thing anymore. So. Ah, cops is still a thing. Well, it's not. It's, it exists, but it's, it's not. It's not as prevalent as it used to be. Yeah. Exactly. Um, though I will say I did enjoy the fuzz uh, activity. Oh yeah. Uh, one that has to, has to, has to, has to come back. And it killed me. It wasn't in three. Septic Avenger. Yeah. There is yeah. no better feeling 
than Except having some <laughs> having somebody else drive a vehicle while you spray shit all over the place is terrific. Um, also, do do away with like uh, you know, like I I mean, have have mayhem's like, but just kind of keep the formula of two when it came to mayhem's. Yeah, as opposed to like three with mayhems where it's like oh you have to do a mayhem now like i i don't want to do a mayhem you're going to do a mayhem or where you're not going to progress through the story so it's just so much that they can do that i feel that if pulled off right they can please both the the fans of two and the fans of three if done right. Because even the fans of 3 weren't pleased with 4. And the fans of 2 were really disillusioned by 4. Yeah. Because, I mean, the game the game itself felt so, like, yeah. Arguably, <clears throat> Saints Row 4 has one of my favorite moments. And that's the uh, Keith David uh, loyalty mission. Yeah. Because they live. That's yep. it. That is the only thing. One of uh, the best movies of the years. Oh, God, yes. Oh, it's so good. Ray, have you ever seen They Live? No. You need to. We need to step up watching them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They, li- they Live is um, my favorite John Carpenter film. Um, and that's... I mean, there's... I like John Carpenter's work, but like the the pecking order on it is they live, escape from New York, the thing. Like that's the pecking order on that. And then the Halloween movie. Um And then like everything else underneath that, like, you know, what is it? The Ghosts of Mars and all the other stuff. Like that's all the way near near the bottom. But like mm-hmm. they live holds such a special place for me. It is such a good film. Um, but, you know, seeing that mission in 4, uh, spoilers, by the way, uh, seeing that mission in 4 that was a huge callback to They Live made me so excited. Yeah. It was... It's a very relatively unknown film, which is what made that even better. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it was just... Oh, uh, another one Another one on the list. Actually, number three on the list is Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, they live. <laughs> they live. Uh, um, uh, Escape from New York. Big Trouble in Little China. The Thing. <laughs> Halloween. Um, so, I mean, that's just the way it goes. I, I finally have done a definitive top five for movies. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's only taken me 33 fucking years to come up with, like, a definitive, like, top five list. People always ask me, like, what's your favorite movie? And I'm like, I, there's too many to choose from. All right, well, if you say, what's your favorite John Carpenter film? I'm like, here's my top five. Boom. Boom. Science. And they're like, I've never heard of this one. Escape from New York? I don't remember that. It's like, yeah, no, it's really good. 
It is really good. Big Trouble in what? Little China. You need to watch it. If you, if you were question, you need to watch it. Um, it is a fun movie. Oh, it is. It is. It's, the movie doesn't take itself seriously, which I think is great. Um, but, you know, back to the Saints Row stuff. We, you know, we look at, you know, we look at what they possibly can do. Uh, we look at what we hope they do. We know Volition's working on something, and it's a really good chance that it is Saints Row related, because obviously that is something that will make money for them. Yeah. Um, especially with THQ Nordic being very up on uh, Saints Row stuff, as well as having Red Faction, which is another thing. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Volition can now work on Red Faction again if uh, THQ Nordic wants them to. So, so I mean, there's that. That's um, really the big thing. And yeah, you, you alluded to it earlier. Saints Row 1 was, I mean, because GTA was like the only open world sandbox um, crime game. Mm-hmm. Anything that came after it was a GTA club. Yeah. So, so yeah. just like any, just like any game in which you you know mash buttons to beat up people on a side scroll with a timer countdown is going to be called a street fighter club. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. But we got, you know, so it was started as a quote unquote um, GTA clone, which is funny because they've always had like this really interesting history with the GTA franchise. Uh, for example, the saints were supposed to be wearing green, but once the, the one of the last trailers or one of the trailers for uh, San Andreas came out where it revealed that the CJ's gangs colors were green, they had to change it. Yeah. Um, and then saints row two kind of came into its own. Um, but people still saw it as a GTA clone, you know, um, just because it was still that time of like, this is, this is a game that's an open world crime game. You steal cars, you commit crimes, it's GTA. And it really wasn't. It had a very, very engaging story. And it can't, like... You know what? You know what else is ten years old this year? Saint uh uh, uh Grand Theft Auto Four. Yep. So you look at Grand Theft Auto Four, which was what June? Yeah. So Grand Theft Auto Four had been out for a couple months, and then Saints Row Two comes out, and Saints Row Two did it better. Yeah. Hands down. There's no, there's no argument there. Um, You're never going to hear me argue on behalf of GTA 4, so well, of course I agree with you. Well, that's, that's fair. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, in general. But yes. In general, yes. Yeah, I mean, Even there's... If I look at it completely objectively. Yeah. So. Um, and I mean, unpopular opinion, GTA 4, while not a 
not a great game. If you look past a lot of this stuff, like I enjoy, I enjoyed the story of GTA Four more than I enjoyed the story of GTA Five. Okay, <laughs> I, I mean I have to admit, to, uh, basically I've not enjoyed the story for GTA Five that much myself. I didn't actually hate the story of GTA Four. I hated all the side bullshit yeah. in GTA. Yeah, no, and I, I, like, the phone calls were annoying as shit. Cousin was annoying as shit. Packy was annoying as shit. The protagonist yeah, had so much PTSD, there's no way he should have been near a gun. Yeah. No, and I, I agree with you on that. I completely agree with you on that. Um, but the other interest here's the other dynamic between like those two games that were both released 10 years ago both were more fucking revenge tales mm-hmm. and still a game that was spurred by a gta clone did it better <clears throat> hell it had uh gta uh, gta saints row one had multiplayer. Saints Row 2 had better multiplayer. It took Grand Theft Auto for their fifth installment to have good multiplayer? Are you fucking kidding me? I would live like the three-person at least co-op for Saints Row, but I don't know. Yeah, no, and I'll give you that. I'm not even talking about the, the like, the co-op. I'm talking about, yeah, like, actual multiplayer. Oh, I know. Yeah. But yeah, I would have loved to have co-op uh, a, a better co-op system like to be able to have four people total play um, but yeah I mean but I mean this leads us right into GTA which is now essentially Saints Row Light I guess yeah it's fucking I mean weird. to give you an idea you know in Saints Row 5 they put purple people uh, based on Grove Street Mm. When I mean, when the reason why they changed, you know, when the reason why they changed the color in Saints Row was because the main the protagonist on Grove Street was in green. Yeah. So I mean, they brought it full circle. Yeah. I mean, like, um, I mean, they haven't gone like the outrageous weaponry of, um, like the later Saints Row games. Yeah. Which I'm thankful for. I mean, some of those weapons work insane. Like, they, I mean. GTA does not need a dubstep cannon. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. But, but you, the thing is, it's like, you look at, like, the weapons that they had in, like, Saints Row 4. Yeah. And those were all, like, crafted in a computer simulation. Yeah, exactly. So, I can kind of give it some leeway. Mm-hmm. But how much leeway can I give it, you know? Yeah. And I know we're not going to see anything like that in Saints, in uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Because they are at least trying, even with Orbital Strikes, they're keeping it grounded to reality. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Orbital Strikes. You know, we got the facility, we can get an Orbital Cannon, and do an Orbital Strike. Great. Terrific. Wonderful. We have the Oppressor Mark II. Yeah. Which is a 
fucking hover oh, bike. Yeah. Which is something right out of Saints Row. Yeah. Which... Three. Mm -hmm. Flying car, I mean that's you know, back to the future, blah blah blah. So I'll give I'll give them that. But you know, the big the big thing is is that that fucking hover bike. I mean Really? Like we couldn't come up with anything different? No no no, let's have a hover bike. I'm not complaining. I have one. And if I see somebody in the air that doesn't have one, I will shoot them out of the sky. I'm joking. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not that guy. And please don't shoot me out of the sky because I'm riding one going from fucking my nightclub to my bunker up in the middle of bumblefuck nowhere. Yeah. It is the quickest way for me to get from point A to point B without having yeah. to jump lobbies. Yeah. Um... But I mean, like, we have, like, today, like, today's the last day of this event week uh, in GTA. Um, we should have a, we should have a new event week next week, maybe? That'd be nice. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll roll out some of the Halloween stuff. Maybe? Possibly? Yep. I mean, we're getting close. Yeah. Yep. They may start, like, a Halloween-esque event. Um, yeah. In all actuality, they should have held back the uh, the release of the uh, Romero hearse until the start of the uh, Halloween yeah. event. Yeah. Yeah. But you can buy one now in GTA. You don't have to go and find somebody that has one to force spawn one so you can steal it. You can still do that and get one for free. Yeah. Which is preferable. Yeah. But you don't, if you don't have friends... Basically, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't have friends and you want one, if you don't have friends, chances are you're out there sniping a person. Yeah. yeah, fair. Yeah, <laughs> with with explosive with explosive rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Which might be why you don't have friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just saying. But it, yep. it's like, for example, like let's just say um, you only play in like friends lobbies, right? Yeah. There's certain things you you don't have access to, um, which can be problematic. Um, yeah, you can get the Romero hearse through a Guns for Hire mission uh, through the biker business, uh, biker uh, clubhouse, which you can do in, yeah. in friends lobbies, and that's fine. Yeah, but you also need friends to do it with. So if you uh, if you're one of those solo public people. Uh, yeah, good luck, because it requires a minimum of two people to pull off that mission. You're not getting that done. Um, but yeah, it's just... I, I just hope that they do something good with GTA. Because, um, I mean, last week, uh, when you guys are hearing this, it, it'll be last week's event. Yeah. Um, but last week's event like was kind of shit. Except for the fact of like, oh hey, log in and we're giving you like eight hundred k. Yeah, not right oh. away, mind you. They give you two fifty. Uh, right, right. You have an hour and a half. Yeah. So I would, I yeah. Get cracking. Yep. Uh. So, but yeah. My God, Bray. Really? Are you glad we're doing this on Monday instead of Tuesday? 
But here's the thing. You, uh, they don't give you the whole 800K right away. You have to log in this week to get 300 grand next week. You also you get the revolver money this week, but you also have to log in to be applicable to get the hatchet money next week. Really? Wow. Yeah, you get 250 this week and then 550 next week. That's from my understanding. So. It's kind of bullshit. Yeah, but you still get the money. So. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I mean, I logged in earlier this week and it didn't <coughs> pop on my account. So, like, I haven't logged yeah. back in yet. <coughs> um, Excuse me. But, like, the green wireframe suit showed up and I was like, yeah. all right. I got that. Uh, once once that popped, I'm like, all right, cool. The thing recognized that I logged in this week. I mean, that's that's how I yeah. gauged it. Um, but I mean, I'll I'll be logging in tomorrow. Um, before I go heavy into Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah, yeah. So in my defense, last week I was house sitting. Yeah. All week. So. Yeah, this is like your first opportunity to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So I would I would jump on that. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just like that was the whole the big thing about this this past event week, you know, um, because, I mean, all the remixed uh, adversary modes were double double, but. Adversary modes and eh. Um, the vehicle sales were like night club upgrades were on sale and um, stuff like that as well. Um, actually, uh, Ballin, do you have? Do uh, you think you could pull up that list of like just the important shit that was on sale last week or this? Oh, certainly. Uh, well, let's... here we are. Uh, on sale last week. Uh, garages and ten, executive and ten car garages were all were both thirty five percent off. Mm-hmm. Blade club add-ons and renovations were twenty five percent off. Okay. Uh, everything in Elitist Travel, all of it was thirty five percent off across the board. Uh, the festival bus was twenty five percent off because I can't go without mentioning the most important thing in the game. Apparently. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're not wrong. I was and, tempted. Yeah. After hours clothing is twenty five percent off. And uh, the Dinka Jester Classic, the Ocelot Swinger, the Vapidominator GTX, the Autopod Artark, what is that not on sale? And the Ocelot Pariah were all 30% off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I mean, it was kind of a shit week. It was. It was. So, the... But the money. <laughs> yeah, but the money was worth yeah. it. Um, so, I mean, there's that. And it's definitely going to make my... my grind or because i have a shitaro now which is nice yeah. yeah finally have one of those fuckers um i mean the other like the only other thing the only other two things on my list come out with the halloween update mm. and that is the uh, frankenstein and the um and the lurcher the only two things that i want like yeah, and I have to wait. So there's no point in me like really grinding. I'm getting 800k free. Yeah, uh, my, right. My businesses are at a point where like I could probably, um, like let them cook for like another hour and then sell. Yeah. yeah. Um, my nightclub's doing its thing. So yeah. 
But like I, you know, like I'm uh, when I was doing like the heavy GTA because that's another thing. Like I was doing a very heavy GTA grind prior, and I got, I tend to get burnt out. Um, yeah, I tend to get burnt out on stuff like when it's like the only thing I'm doing. Um, thank so God I do variety content. By variety, I mean different vampire clans. Yeah. So here's what really cracks me up. For the longest time, I was very much in the GTA. I mean, I was the person who was really keeping this alive for all this. Yeah. Yeah. And then, just when my nightclub starts to be able to do crying like this, I get into Conan and Exiles. What the hell is wrong with me? Yeah. Well. Well then. Yeah. I mean, it could be worse, right? You could have spent hours researching heists and then no one ever does them. <laughs> I've always wanted to. Ar I would like to go on record saying that. Arguably, it is difficult to get all four of us together. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. You're, yeah. you're so not wrong. So, I'm, I'm aware of this. So I, I think I'm that's very more of, of the attributing factor <laughs> than... No. Well, and then when we all four do get together, like none of us are in the mood to... <laughs> Yeah, okay. don't say I'm always a new diced. So oh, that, this is fair. Yeah, not all four of us are in the mood to. No, no. Well, and it also comes down to: Do we have the time to do a heist? No. That's the other thing. Like, if you can chip away at it, it doesn't all need to be done at once. <laughs> I it would I I would feel very weird if we started like a heist. Only to be like, well, I guess we have fair. the finale of this heist to do. We'll do that next time. And then we never get back to it. Or we do get back to it and we're like, what the fuck are we doing? I mean, that's very fair. I'd but much, still, <laughs> I would much rather like if we're going to do like uh, if we're going to do a heist, <clears throat> we do from from setup to finale one, you know, one, you know, one session. And then take some time. The okay, next one. so you say that, but here, let me put it this way. In my research of this, like, okay, so... Ray's gonna start pulling out pie tracks, Todd. Nice. <laughs> Here's the thing. Let Is me it put blueberry? it this way. <clears throat> no. Um, let, let, let me put it this way. Rooster Teeth, in their edited down versions mm -hmm. of their videos took I think at the least amount three videos to do one heist. Yeah, but that's also edited down too. I mean Yes. That's edited down. Yeah. But how so long like <laughs> but three how hours because each video is like an hour. Mm -hmm. So that's three hours of edited down content. Which if you think about it is we do the we probably do, like six hours of work. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> no. Not because, necessarily, but probably. Because okay, so I'll use us for, as an example. If we just do mission after mission after mission it's fine. But I could see like doing mission and then it's like, oh, okay, well, let's go and check on this stuff or do this and blah, blah, blah. And then you edit that out 
You see what I'm saying? Yes, but I'm... Yeah. I'm fairly certain that's not what they do, but yeah. You know, and it's also like, okay, well, we just finished that one. Let's take a break. Those things yeah. roll in while they take a break. You know, they get drinks and all the other stuff and blah, 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 you know. So... Yeah. But still... <laughs> They are, they it's like also three hours of edited down content. Also, they have what all four people, too, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the editing would be part of getting all that collaborated as well. So, what are it is? Does each person have their own capture? Yes. Okay. But they have an editing team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they would still have to capture said footage. It would then uh-huh. go to the editors who would be like, okay, well, let's kind of get this amalgam of four different video sources into one video. So it is an edited down video in a sense, because you're not seeing everything each player is doing, so to speak. Right. So... I'm just but it's still say- I'm, I'm real just, time. I'm just saying three hours is doable. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're talking to the person that that's run off two hours of sleep because they'll do like a twelve hour live stream, record a podcast, get everything set up, go to work, take a nap, and then do the same shit the next day. Three hours is doable. Three hours is them not showing all of the failures. <laughs> that too. So we just don't fail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you, you got... all just follow my instructions to the very defined letter, make no mistakes, and don't get killed. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. See? Easy. Oh, yeah, because that's totally going to happen with <laughs> us. Mm hmm. Okay. I mean, it'll take a few runs to get. To get back into rhythm, but like once we get into that rhythm, then it shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. We'll just be knocking them out consistently. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I have mm, so much crazy. Also, enough. also at the same time, the prison break heist is apparently like the second hardest heist. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Especially when no one knows how to fucking fly. <laughs> That's a problem. Well, that. That that kind of is a problem, but at yeah. the same time, somebody's had practice flying. Yeah. And they've gotten good at, at flying and boating and all kinds of manner of activities. Yeah. Um, and I know you're not looking at me. Oh, I know you're not. I know I'm not. <laughs> I'm looking at my own picture right now oh. on OBS. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just three hours is doable. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a matter of getting us back into ry- rhythm of like being a coordinated team, you know? Um, because at one point we, we had that down where we were, we were very coordinated. And then. Yeah, but we had that down with not. We know we because we never had that down with storms. Yeah. Because Storms was unavailable. Also, um, 
Storms, well, Storms wasn't part of that initial try, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Um, but the person that was, was our pilot. So. Yep. And had to fight the, the one problem that all the pilots have to fight in that prison heist, <laughs> which yeah. is boredom. I mean, it's better than trying to fight your way through the yard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we figured it out. Yeah. We got, that, we got pretty good at that yard. Yeah, we did. We Not going to lie. And at the same time, we know that, like, we know Storms would want to be the pilot as well. And he is actually very good at flying these days, as he himself did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, that all this is why I say one more try and knock it out the first time through. You just wait. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. So, I mean, we've basically talked Saints Row and <laughs> and a little GTA. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to cover? <laughs> I mean, you had some Deadpool news. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this is it's Deadpool news, but it's also like kind of old Deadpool news um, that kind of went under the radar. Um, and that is in December, there's going to be a limited uh, re-release theatrically of Deadpool 2. As a PG-13 film. It's going to be cutting out violence and expletives. Because Deadpool doesn't need those. I mean, no, ar- arguably, fun. Deadpool can kind of do without them in a sense. Maybe. Um, the only thing I can think of is, and I mean, we were talking about this before we recorded. Uh, Balm was like, "It'd be great if they did like they did this as like doing a parody of like making a PG thirteen cut of an R rated yeah. film." Yeah, a parody of reboots, actually, and. I was thinking something as well. So what if for like the profanity element of it, they do it like you're watching it on like basic cable. So like, instead of it being like motherfucker, it's the mother father or whatever, that kind of stuff. Like Mr. Falcon. So basically the stuff that I say. Yeah. Yeah. Basically Ray Ray rewrites Deadpool (laughs) 2. Yeah. Okay, I could do that. Yeah. Ray shows up, rewrites Deadpool 2. I could do this. <laughs> what Mr. The <nugget>? Falcon. <laughs> Actual line from Die Hard. Yeah. yeah, the edited version. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> oh, God. I love those TV edits of, of uh, R-rated films. They're so good. <laughs> Um, one of my, to, I'm to proud this, of some of my euphemisms. To this day, one of my favorites is Scarface. <laughs> Which should never have been made into a non RA film to begin with. It, exactly. There's a TV version of it, and uh, there's a very famous line, like near the beginning of the movie, uh, where he's being, Tony Montana's being, like, interrogated in a sense, and, and uh, guy says where'd you get that scar um and then goes into an expletive after that 
and the TV edit is where'd you get that scar eating pineapple? Like, and it's just like such a little throwaway thing. And I'm like, Oh my God, that is fucking great. It is. I mean, it is to this day, still one of my favorite TV edits. Uh, Goodfellas is up there too. Goodfellas has some good ones as well. Uh, Again, another one that never should have been attempted. Yeah. It's like whenever they try and do an Eddie Murphy film from the 80s. <laughs> like, I, they have done 48 hours. Yeah. There is no way that should ever have been on television. Yeah, no, I, I get you. I get you 100% on that. Um, I mean, the most infamous one uh, was the TV edit of Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of all these Monday, Friday snakes on this Monday, Friday plane. Yeah. I, I, what, uh, <laughs> Was he? That that was close. Yeah, um, I think actually the first Monday Friday wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, the first Monday Friday wasn't there. It's just like. Yeah. Uh, I know Monday Friday replaced yeah. one of them. Enough. I think it's enough. Monkey fighting, monkey fighting snakes on this yeah. Monday Friday. Enough is enough. I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Well played. <laughs> Well played. What do you say for that? You don't. <clears throat> yeah, you really don't. It's oh, so good though. Such it's, and I mean, it's like if they do something along the lines of that with with Deadpool 2's PG thirteen mm-hmm. version. I mean, what if their ultimate goal here is to make the version that can be shown on FX without editing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I also threw out the uh, what if this is their way of like redoing the movie in a sense so they actually have an X-Force to use in the X-Force movie. Yeah. (laughs) Minus Splatterstar. Yeah, I mean, he has to die. He has to. He has to. Hell, what if all this is that they can uh, undo where he saves Peter? Oh. <laughs> yeah, now I would take issue with that because Peter was a genuine like guy, just like they saw a job listing. Yep. Like I can relate to him. I can relate Same. to him. <laughs> it's just like, listen, Mood. I need work. <laughs> give give me Mood. give me give me job. I need yab. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, you know, in other Marvel news, uh, you know, Deadpool two, real quick, um, it's speculated that this is a uh, this is them trying to test to see if um, Deadpool would work under the Marvel Studios banner. Because Marvel, like the Marvel Studios, like the actual Marvel Studios, um, PG thirteen films. You know, mm-hmm. if it doesn't work, then it's going to be on Touchstone. So, and I still say you can do Deadpool solo films on Touchstone and yeah. throw in a PG thirteen. Because again, in the comics, if you'll notice, whenever he shows up in an Avengers book or something like that, he is a lot different guy. Because Deadpool has fourth wall awareness and he knows how to, what he has to do. Or he won't be written into the book. Yeah. Legit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in, into the other uh, Marvel news. Um, so 
this Friday, <clears throat> Daredevil season three drops, <clears throat> which I'm excited about. Uh, I think, I'm so behind. Honestly, I th- you you watched? Uh, did you watch Defenders? Yes. Okay, then you're ready to watch season three of Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, there is that. Um, <sighs> So yeah, you don't have to go and try to finish Luke Cage season two or Jessica Jones season two or Iron Fist's final season. Um, I have seen Jessica Jones season two. Yeah. I have seen that one in its entirety. The other two, I have not. I'm yeah. Just... yeah, and I mean, I just glossed over it, but yeah, Iron Fist uh, has been canceled from Netflix's yeah. slate, um, yeah. which leads to two interesting um, dynamics. Mm -hmm. One, and this is what Bolin brought up, um, Iron Fist could show up on um, Disney's streaming service. It's possible. But Todd Moss would have to subscribe to that. Right, you know you're going out. It's Disney. Yeah. However, Disney, however, Disney is going to have two streaming services. One, no. for, their, one for their animated films and one for their uh, all-ages films. Yeah, oh, basically all, one, yeah. The, the Disney animated films specifically are going to have their own service. Why? Because they need to own your soul, that's why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like my... My thing is, they've confirmed a new season of Daredevil already. Yeah, mm. season four and season three premieres on Friday. They've confirmed a season three of Jessica Jones, and uh, and no- and they've confirmed season two of Punisher. There is no confirmation of Luke Cage. Yes. So. Which brings up the next interesting point. Yeah, so let's say, like, I feel Luke Cage and it, like, and I'm not going to spoil it because eventually Ray will get to. Eventually, it. I'll get past episode. All you have one. to do is, all you have to do is change Luke Cage, then Iron Fist, then Daredevil. Uh, <laughs> I made the noise for you, Ray. Thank um, you. <laughs> I was making the face. Yeah. But yeah, no, I um so my my theory is or the way I see it, the way I would if if I was the one in charge of these decisions, this is the way I would do it. The way Luke Cage two uh season two ends, it's a pretty solid end. Yes. Cancel it. Cancel Luke Cage. So now you've canceled Luke Cage and Iron Fist. But Netflix has said, while while the show has been canceled, the immortal Iron Fist will live on. So, we do a Heroes for Hire show with Luke Cage and Iron Fist together. That takes up one of those slots. The other slot, which was Iron Fist's show, 
Let's give it to Colleen Wing and uh, Misty Knight. Daughters of the Dragon. Oh, hmm? What happened, Bolin? No, I was just saying, uh, you know, yes, that is, that would be a fight, yes. That's, I mean, that's the way I would do it. Um, you may have, you may have the right to use these characters. Uh, might as well take advantage of it, especially the way that uh, Iron Fist Season 2 builds on less of a focus. Well, I mean, there's a, still a focus on Danny Rand, obviously. But about halfway through the season, I, you know, I did notice that there was more of a focus on Colleen and <clears throat> Misty. So... Maybe that was them testing the waters? Possibly? Maybe? They did drop a lot of hints, so... Um, so I kind of hope that that's a thing. <coughs> and, yeah, we need a <coughs> Luke Cage Iron Fist series. I mean, they, they need to... Small... Small, small spoiler. In Luke I'll Cage, probably forget it, by the way. In Luke so Cage Season 2, there is a team-up moment between Danny Rand and Luke Cage. Okay, cool. And it is everything I've wanted. Nice. It is essentially, like, me looking at that, like, that, the, the team-up that they did in the, in the series... Uh-huh. made me want a Heroes for Hire. Okay. So, if they did more of that, then that'd be great. I would love it. But... And I think, I think Ballin can kind of agree. Yeah. Uh, on, on both counts, with the, the Colleen Wing and uh, Misty Knight, Daughters of the Dragon, yes. and with uh, the Heroes for Hire. Because, I mean... The dynamic for both. Yeah. I mean, it, if they had to, I can see them kind of doing a series with all of them, but it'd be a little messy. It'd be a little messy to kind of keep the storylines like all where they needed to be. Um, so, I mean, there's that. That's the main reason why I'm saying, like, let's just do it as two separate series. Do it that way. It fills in those slots. And I mean... Unless you want to go off the wall and do like Moon Knight. Because I'd be fine with that too. Do Daughters of the Dragon and do Moon Knight. Because that would be fun. Yeah. And I can guarantee you will not see Moon Knight, a live action Moon Knight, on the Disney streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I still just want a you know, She-Hulk ball show. See, the thing is, like, I can... I can see, like, a, a live-action She-Hulk series being done on... um, on the Disney service. Yep, that's definitely possible. Because, I mean, it's not like... she's, like, a super violent character. Oh, no, she's not. She fights, but... Really, she is, as I always said, a lawyer first and a superhero second. Exactly. 
unlike you know Daredevil, who is Daredevil first and Matt Murdock second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just. Oh, okay. So that's why we won't see a She-Hulk thing. Why? Uh, yep. Yeah. Because yeah, she's, okay. she's tied in with the Universal stuff. Yep. However, I honestly feel that if Disney gave it a shot, they could get it back. But it's just movie rights, though. Oh well, there you go. If it's just movie rights and not TV rights, there's your loophole, people. Yeah, She-Hulk's movie rights are exclusively tied to those of her comic book cousin Bruce Banner. Yep. So the thing is, technically, they can use her in a TV show. Oh, no, I mean, they could use her in a TV show, no problem. Yeah, but they can use her in any movie that has the Hulk in it. Well, they can use her in any film that isn't a solo film. Yeah. They could make her an Avenger, or they could make her a member of the Fantastic Four when they bring them in. I mean, or, I mean, so here's... You know, correct me if I'm wrong here. She-Hulk. Avenger. Mm -hmm. Fantastic Four. Yep. Defender. Yep. Hero for Hire. Liberator. If they want to go that route. Yeah. She has actually been pretty much the only team she hasn't really ever tried is the X-Men. Well, I mean... And that's because they've got a nice little bigotry clause in their contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like... Uh, so, like, right now, the... Marvel characters that... Um, well, characters Marvel still doesn't have the film rights to, right? Obviously, Fantastic Four or the X-Men, as yeah. of right now. Um, there's a good bit of Spider-Man characters they don't have the rights to. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting. Um, what I think is funny is uh, Sony's developing a Kraven the Hunter movie. Yeah. So, I find that interesting. But yeah, so like Spider-Man, like most of Spider-Man's rogues gallery, I mean, I mean, honestly, I think the only character that Marvel has the rights to is Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, there's the whole situation with Namor. Yep. Um, because it's still unclear on if they got rights back to him or whatnot, but the rights were um, with Universal. So. Yep. Along with Hulk. Yeah. So, yeah, there's Hulk, She Hulk, um, Namor are all Universal. I mean. And then we got um, the Spider Man stuff. So. I would love for them to have all those, like, just, I would love for them just to have all their characters back. Oh, I, I agree. And they're dangerously close to getting there, honestly. Between Sony and Fox. And... 
It's like universal. If they try and be the last holdout, it's going to be hilarious. What's also funny, and, and this is going going into the, the history of She-Hulk. Yep. She-Hulk was developed so that They, um, the studio wouldn't use her, use a female Hulk character in the Lou Ferrigno TV show. Which is, that's the origin of like how they came up with doing She-Hulk. Actually, it goes back a little further than that. Mm. She-Hulk was developed because of Benny Hill. Hmm. Benny Hill had a sketch in which at the end... He antagonized the woman, and she turned big and green. And Marvel did not yet have a She-Hulk. And they said, if we don't act on this, we are going to lose the concept. So they created She-Hulk, and that's how she came about. Nice. That is the weirdest origin story you'll ever hear for a hero, but there it is. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean... Yeah, and going, uh, there was two live acts, two TV projects uh, that were um, failed to uh, bring in um, She-Hulk. Unfortunately, they planned to do a live-action film in the early '90s, uh, which didn't happen. Um, With Brigitte Nielsen. Yes. Yeah. Which is interesting? Question mark. It's like getting Schwarzenegger to do the Hulk. Yeah, well... Looking at physique and nothing else. I Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I will give you that 100%. Well, obviously, what you want is uh, Schwarzenegger to play Hercules. <laughs> I mean, you're One not... of his first actual film yeah, roles I, in America. I was going to say, you're not necessarily <laughs> wrong with that. <laughs> And that being said, I would love to see Hercules in the Marvel films. I mean, I see Hercules getting more of a TV show before a movie. Well, that too, either one, but he's always been fun. And they made him even more fun in the past decade. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Um, It's still not a character that grabs me. I, I can see that, but yeah. But yeah, I mean... I, I just... I don't even... Give us Marvel. Marvel, real talk here. Think outside the box. Use characters that are a little bit more off the wall. Things people won't expect. Yes, you don't have visionary writers slash directors working. Well, I mean, you have some, but you don't have a visionary writer and director who took something that shouldn't have worked and made it work anymore. Because he's over at DC now, working on the Suicide Squad too. Uh, which is going to be a reboot of the Suicide Squad. After one film. 
So what I'm hearing though, revolutionary off the wall. I'm hearing Night Thrasher. <laughs> I mean, give us, give us like. I mean, what if, you know, what if they did, uh, like Red Hulk. Hmm. The Thunderbolts. They have sufficiently made Ross into enough of an asshole. Exactly. Um, bring back uh, Betty Ross. Yeah, it's Red She-Hulk. Yeah. Bring her in. I mean, that would work. Um, I mean, Thunderbolt Ross is ready in the universe, you know, so... You know, bring in, bring in weird villains like I mean, well, we we already got him in in Agents of Shield, but I mean, bring in. When we're looking at some of these characters, like where we can bring yeah. in like, the leader. Yep. Yeah, well, <laughs> didn't they? Didn't they ever? <sighs> I they I don't think they ever called him any either Samuel Stearns or the leader. In uh, they just gave him some of his character traits in Incredible Hulk. Okay, gotcha. I was gonna say like, didn't they already use? Yeah. Him? <laughs> um. Oh, you could bring in the Stucker twins. Fair. Because there's nothing creepy about them. Uh, how about you? I mean, this this would be tied in with uh, with She Hulk, though. Bring in yeah. the uh, the headman. Oh God, that was one of the weirdest freaking storylines. Or the circus of crime. Bring them in. You know. Now, see, I'd like to see them break, come into Daredevil. What circus of crime? Yeah. Okay. Just because it'd be funny as hell when the ringleader tries to hypnotize him. Fair. <laughs> and Daredevil just socks him because he can't see the spiral. Yep. <laughs> um. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly look up I, the Incredible Hulk film. I want a Richard Ryder movie. I mean, it sounds like we're getting ones. I hope so. Um, I mean, considering that Guardians is essentially dead. So. Well, to be honest, they were kind of already essentially dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fun little trivia, by the way, involving the snap. Mm -hmm. Tom Holland's performance as Spider-Man was entirely ad-libbed. At the end, the I don't feel so good, Mr. Yeah. Stark. That was why that look on Tony's face. He had no idea what Peter was going to say. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, so the character uh, in the Incredible Hulk film uh, was Leonard Sampson. Doc Sampson, yeah. But I'm talking Samuel Stern, the leader. Mm, okay. That, as a villain, because... 
There's nothing better than a guy with a five head. <laughs> you know what? I would be fine with them bringing back Abomination. Oh, yeah. I think it's really funny. We've got Cap, we've had Hulk. We have not had a sign of Rick Jones. Yeah. Not upset about that. I just think it's kind of funny that one of the most notable background characters for a while, and we haven't seen him. Maybe they're waiting for Captain Marvel. For which character again? Rick Jones. Oh, A bomb. Remember the. I'm talking about pre-A-Bomb Rick Jones, the one who hang out, hung out with Marvel. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, I could see them bring that in with uh, Captain Marvel. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I can. I could see that. Um, I mean, we won't see... We'll, we'll probably never see, like, Scar or uh, Lyra. Yeah. Sadly. Hey, maybe we'll see Amadeus Cho get crushed by a building. In what would that be nice? How how fucking great would that be? It's just like Doctor Banner, Amadeus Cho. It's just like, oh, it's nice to meet you. I'm a big fan of your work. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> building falls. <laughs> just <laughs> oh, I I love it. I fucking love it so much. I've such I, I have such a hate. Of Amadeus Cho. <laughs> I want to see them bring in some of the Ghost Riders they skip when they move on to Ghost Driver. Yeah. Catch or Alejandro plays. I I honestly think that Danny Catch would probably be a better uh better yeah. TV thing. Yeah. As long as Nicolas Cage isn't involved, I don't care. Yeah, fair. <laughs> fair. Can oh, that's right. He's tied in with the X Men rights. Sadly, who? Wendigo. Yeah, yeah. Anything Canadian is tied in with the X Men because of Wolverine. Yeah, Fuck including it. Alpha Flight. Yeah, which well, is a shame because it'd be fun to show them in Captain Marvel. Yeah, well, wasn't Alpha Flight like all mutants too? No, uh. Some of them were, but for example, their leader, uh, uh, Guardian slash Vindicator, wasn't. Uh, met, uh, basically, um, uh, Shaman was just a magic dude. Okay, gotcha. Puck was actually cursed by another worldly force, because, you know, it happens. Sasquatch was not a mutant. He was, he was actually affected by gamma radiation. Huh. Because that was a thing at the time. In fact, I think their only mutants were actually uh, Aurora and uh, yeah, the North Star. Huh. From the thing of it. And of course, Wolverine when he was a member of that. Yeah. Just thinking one thing with the X-Men so much that people assume they're another team of mutants. What if they were to bring in Yuri Topolov? Name doesn't ring a bell. Uh, he was the first gargoyle. Ah, the gargoyle, yes. The only yeah. reason I say the first one because the second one was a member of the Defenders. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Isaac I, Christians. Uh, almost an Etrigan knockoff. Mm. Minus the rhyming. 
Now, the Grey Gargoyle would be an interesting character to bring in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tyrannus would be another interesting one. I mean, we really can't do Maestro. No. You'd have a hard time selling that one on screen, to be perfect. Yeah, exactly. People are like, really? He's just like a future Hulk? Which, which is basically it. Yeah, a future Hulk who's smart. Absorbing Man's Raven used in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which is a shame. Because that probably also means no Titania. Yeah. Especially since she's kind of tied in with Doom. That was her origin story. I mean, they can come up with new origin stories. She has a She-Hulk villain, though. Fair. What about By Beast? <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. That noise. I mean, maybe Fang Fang Fin. Oh, Fin Fang Fu. But I, I have a feeling with By Beast, people would just misconstrue his name and think he was uh, some kind of uh, uh, alternative thing. Basically, they'd get letters. Yeah. Fucking Modok. Give us Modoc. But not for hats. <laughs> I kill hats. The most ridiculous villain ever. But you'd have to have aim for that. Yeah. And they've kind of destroyed aim, so. Yeah. Essentially. But, but there's nothing saying somebody couldn't pick it up and, bring, and start it up again. I mean, how many times does Hydra come back? Like, let's be honest. Well, that's kind of their thing. No, and I get that. I, I, I do I do get that. But, like, also in, like, the tech world, when a company yeah. goes down like that, somebody yeah. usually picks it up from the ashes. Oh, you mean like Sears is doing right now? Huh? Sears filed for bankruptcy. Oh, again? <laughs> no, they've actually filed this time. They, oh. I mean, they filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Good for them. Yeah. Now, here's the funny thing out there, listeners. Sirius is going to have a different meaning depending on when you were born. For me, Sirius was basically it. It was the Amazon and Walmart of our day. It was where we went for things. Yeah. You younger listeners, on the other hand, might be going, Sears, isn't that the place that we drive by to go to a store? Uh, I hear Sears and I think of, oh, hey, the place that owned... Uh... Okay, uh, Kmart? No, not Kmart. They, they, well, yeah, yeah, they have Kmart. Yeah, the place that owned Kmart, aka the hell that I worked at for a year. Which is why we don't have a Kmart near us anymore. Five years, the Sears. Five years. Yeah, apparently, um, that moment is... when I forget the name of the company I used to work for. So yeah, you were doing the yourself company? a service. Yeah, I was. Uh, they had an offer to buy the Kenmore brand, uh, and they just kind of ignored it. They didn't turn yeah. it down, they just never responded to it, which actually might have saved them for a while. Well, but, the yeah. last time they got in, like, really deep shit, they sold off the Craftsman brand. Yeah. So, all they had left was Kenmore. Yeah. And now they don't have that because they're going under anyway. Somebody's gonna get it anyway for a song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably like 
Home Depot or Lowe's. Like, let's pick it up real quick. Especially since Home Depot, uh, when Sears in uh, really hit dire straits, they were kicked off the trading boards, and Home Depot got their spot. Nice. Yeah. 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 That'll be interesting. My mom has a Kenmore uh, sewing machine. Well, the service plan ain't worth it anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, um, good, good for them. <laughs> Just... Yeah. <laughs> Good, good the funny thing is, they were the original Amazon, and when Amazon yeah. came in, they just didn't even bother upgrading your image. Well, it's yeah. not even that they didn't upgrade their they didn't upgrade their image. They thought that online shopping was a fad. I know, right? Yeah, like that pesky telephone thing. Yeah. I mean, they refuse, and I'm saying this as a person that formerly worked for them. They refused. To embrace technology. Yeah. By the way, for you young people out there, a telephone <laughs> is what they use. Is what they, no, no. A telephone is what they used to call that the smartphone you have, the uh, camera you have that can make phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the kind with the dial or the kind with the buttons? Yes. Or the crank. Yeah. <laughs> Operator. Yeah. Patch me through yeah. to see as in Roebuck. Yeah. It's Klondike 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, lovely. But yeah, I mean, it's that's I mean, that's really interesting that, to hear that they they finally shit the bed. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, they shit the bed years ago, but it's finally it, <sighs> like official. Yeah, it's yeah. so when you file for chapter 11 bankruptcy, it's pretty official. So I. Yeah. But apparently, uh, even though, well, what is it? Toys R Us is apparently making a comeback. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, but they had a parent company. Yeah, fair. That forced is, forced them yeah. into like closing all their locations. They're like, yeah, fooled you. <laughs> like, what's funny is the Toys R Us near us is currently a Halloween store. Nice. Huh. Yeah, but since you know they'll only be around for a short time, it's possible Toys R Us could get back into the building. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shit today. Shares of Sears closed at less than a dollar a share. Ooh. So it sounds like thing. sounds yeah. like it's the time to buy them then. <laughs> it's the lowest it's ever been in their entire 132 year history. Yep. Adjusted and for inflation, I mean, of course. No, like. no, not adjusted for inflation. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's bad. Um, so, Ooh, I so, shouldn't be so happy, but I am. <laughs> you shouldn't mm. be so happy. I'll be happy for he both of us. Then. To a five-year-old I know. For a second. <laughs> I know. I. So I. I will be honest. Like it was, you know, working for them was. You know, I learned a lot working for them. Mm -hmm. I also learned how much i hate myself because mm -hmm. i worked for them mm -hmm. um you know i i did consultative sales which was a six dollar base and then commission and then they kept on slashing our commissions constantly mm. they would have uh training events for like new products we were going to be carrying like 
when like spring would be coming around and be the lawn and garden stuff and whatnot. They would take us out to uh, location and it'd be like all the stores and different groups and stuff like that. And they would start off with the, the hype guy, you know? Yay! Yeah. It's great that you guys are here. Blah, 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 blah. Sears. Woo! So, you guys excited about making money? Yes. I can't hear you. It's seven in, 7 in the morning, and we had to drive two hours to get here. Yes, we are excited about making money. Well, starting, starting today, all your accessories are now 4% commission. You got a question? Yeah, yeah, I do. So, you're saying it's 4%. Because yesterday, it was 9%. How is this good for us? Well, it's great for the company. No, no, no. That's not what I asked. How's it good for us? Where's the incentive for us to sell? It means you just got to sell more of them. Yeah, no, that's not the way this works. Mm -mm. If you tell me it's 9%, I'm going to push them more than if they're 4%. Because there's no way I'm going to make the commission... I'd be making at 4% that I was at 9. Right. Well, you could still do it. It's it's an amazing thing. Go fuck yourself. Right. <sighs> Obviously, you just don't have the right mindset. They know how much fun it is to be a retail worker. Therefore, you shouldn't even be paid at all. You sound like my boss at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> You should feel honored to, to be working for me. <laughs> this place mm. is more important than anything else you have going on in your life. Anything. This place takes precedent. precedent. Really? You're a gas station. <laughs> really? So when I go into work with 105 temperature because you tell me if I don't show up, then I'm not getting paid. Because I have 105 fever. Really? Hey. My health, my health is secondary to your, to your, to your business, which is failing as well. I, so this is all right. So this is going to sound really fucked up. Um, so of the legit jobs I've worked, I worked a grocery store a couple of years, uh, you know, uh, who, Six months after I moved down to South Carolina, um, they got bought out and then closed. Now Sears. Yeah. <laughs> gas station is it's a matter of time. Yeah, folks, m m the moral of the story, don't piss Todd off. Um, I also worked for a Quiznos for... Uh, for about two months and uh, well, I barely remember them and yeah they uh, um, the um, the franchise had uh, the license taken from them uh, by the, oh. by the company I mean their whole shtick was that they could burn your food for you <laughs> they made some damn good sandwiches I enjoyed them. 
I had a monstrosity I would make, and it was terrific. Rosemary parm bread. On the bottom, we had a bacon alfredo. On the top, we had a uh, kind of a spicy mayo. Then we had Angus roast beef, ham, turkey, three kinds of cheese, onions, salt, pepper, oregano, toasted with an au jus. Well, the, uh, the, uh, the Angus was cooked in an au jus, so. Um, Why'd you skip on the cheese? No, no, I'm just saying there was three different types of cheese. Yeah, yeah, why that little? What do you mean? You need more cheese. How? Every sam- <laughs> Sandwiches need more cheese than that. I, mean, I don't know what the hell you're making. but So it was one layer of one type of cheese, one uh, layer of another type of uh, cheese, and one layer of a third type of cheese. And you only had three cheeses in the store? You couldn't get any more? Well, we had a yellow American, and I didn't want that on the okay, sandwich. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We had a mozzarella, we had a, um, a Swiss, and then I forgot what the other, the other one was a cheddar. Um, mm. So all three of those were on there. The ham, turkey, roast beef, and then it had the, um, the Black Angus au jus roast beef on there. So it was, three t- it was four types of meat, three types of cheese. Fuck lettuce, fuck tomatoes. If I felt if I felt saucy, I would put some onions on there. None of the other bullshit. It was delicious. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, they, they got shut down too. Um I worked the uh world market, that was seasonal. Um they're doing good. So I mean, yeah, what Ballin said, don't get on my bad side. <laughs> <laughs> Or your business will die. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, no, at the same time, if your business dies, and I used to work for you, you had other problems besides. <laughs> because, I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, I worked for your business and whatnot, because that's not the case. It's. Like the grocery store, they. They got into a bad deal with. Uh, when they were acquired. So there was that. Sears, well, Sears is just fucking Sears. The gas station, I can, I can spend six hours just going over like two years in that place and all the bullshit I had to do, deal with in two years. Not, not the five I was there. Two years. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I feel like we're winding down. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a good, good point to yeah. kind of call this quits. But anyway, thank you guys very, very, very much. Ray, as always, <laughs> thank you for, thank you for, for doing this with us. Fallen, same. Thank you for, for doing always this with us. Um, if you guys would like you can follow us on twitter twitter.com slash precipice pod net you can go to the facebook group or our facebook page facebook.com slash precipice podcast uh there was a patreon which got plugged earlier and all of our response all of our lovely wonderful and beautiful sponsors 
Um, you guys can check those out in the show notes. Until next time, for Dorky Ray, for Thrballin of Thrballin Gaming, this is Todd. You guys take it easy. Have a great day. Yep. <laughs>